Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Can't even look at it! I can't even look at it! Paula? But if you're dead, you know, what what are you going to do? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 219. 219! Ugh! Ugh! (laughs) Was that a bad one? Can you not hear yourself? Are you deaf? Actually, my ears are a little plugged, so... okay. (laughs) No, I can't really. (laughs) Well, that's why you sound like Helen Keller. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everyone. Welcome back, Paula. Thank you so much for coming back. Yay! You're welcome. Listen, you had a crazy week. You last minute found a place to move your family. And so you had no choice but to take the week off and and uh, go do your obligations to get your family into a bigger home. I can't wait to hear all about it. Right. Do you (laughs) know? Do you know? I almost forgot to move my microphone. (gasps) What? Well, what what happens is, okay, so in my bed, in my old bedroom, Mm -hmm. I have it standing up behind my door. Oh, we were like, you know, last minute, like going through the house, getting everything done. And um, I checked behind the door and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm like, (laughs) I almost forgot. And that's like probably one of the more like high end pieces of equipment that we own. It's It's an expensive aside from, you know, our television. And I'm just like, what would I have done? And not just to mention that, but I'm like, what would have the the next person that like comes into the apartment? And I'm like, well, what would they have thought of us? They're like, like, what was going on in here? How did they singers or what? You know, is this a boom mic for porn? What were they doing in here? So anyways, but I, I grabbed it, of course. My thing would be, how do I tell Jamie that I've lost my microphone? <laughs> well, I just would have had to buy all new stuff. Oh, but that was Actually, no, the, the good news is, is that the person that is remodeling the apartment, he's our yes. friend. So he oh, would have told so. us that like, hey, you left a microphone here. <laughs> In fact, they just texted us today and said that we got a package delivered. And so. Oh, I had wow. ordered some Avon before I left, and I completely uh, forgot about it. Yes. The address change hadn't gone through by the time that they had mailed it, so... Mm, yeah. Oh, Anyways. by the way, I want to hear about the moving thing, but uh, our mother made a surprise appearance at my home the other day. Oh, that's always fun. She came in, and I always know when it's her. I was in the kitchen. It was like 9 a.m., and because <laughs> you know she's an early riser. But if she came to my home at 9 a.m., everyone would have still been sleeping. <laughs> well, we weren't. And the thing with summer, especially at our house, is it's a constant flow of traffic. There's always someone coming and going. You know, Daryl works from home sometimes. And like this week, he was in L.A. the whole week. Right. And so it was. it's just constantly busy. And there's always friends or boyfriends over. It's just never, you know, I, I can't tell you when he's gone. I have to wear a bra like 24 hours a day. Right. Because there's always someone showing up. So the one day 
that I decide Daryl was still home. He was getting ready to go to LA that day. I showered. I came downstairs. I was in this summer strapless, like this this strapless summer dress. It's a really tiny shirt. You wear it over a bathing suit, essentially. Oh, right. Downstairs, my hair is still wet, no makeup, and I'm, you know, making an egg or something. And all of a sudden, I hear this dink, 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 dink. And I went, oh, my God, my mother just knocked on my door. (laughs) I just know it. (laughs) I know it. And I'm like, hello? And she's like, daughter. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I have not. It's been a month since I've spoken with her. And in the world of moms and children when you speak to them regularly that's a that's like are you icing me out man yeah right she's like so she decided to come to the problem instead of wait for the problem to come to her so she showed up and she's like i know i didn't call before i showed up because i got really mad at her once i'm like that's okay come in so she was there till three o'clock oh my god (laughs) yes and it was really hard because at the same time kenzie shows up with her boyfriend i have no bra on i have nothing nothing you know i'm just like in this little coverall it's not see-through but still i am not dressed for seven or eight people to be wandering around in my house which is absolutely what ended up happening all day oh my god Anyway, so finally, I mean, it was a good visit and everything. And, you know, we got the tick, you know, we checkmarked all the important subjects. Right. And uh, um, unfortunately, she knows you moved. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not a secret. I'm pr- I probably I would have sent an email to everybody letting them know my new address. I just haven't had the opportunity. Right. Right. So, I mean, it was a good visit. But, of course, I'm like, uh, oh, my gosh. So much drama with her sister and our uncle. And, you know, it's just it's endless. So I'd rather talk about that drama than drama with us. (laughs) Seriously. So she's checking in. She's like, is there a reason that no one's speaking to me? And I'm like, well, where to begin? (laughs) I I don't want to be an asshole. Right. (laughs) It's just a lot to take in. I know. Anyway. Yeah. It's been a crazy week for you as well, though. Right. So you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's see. So you moved. You moved at the beginning of last week. Because we're going into, it's like been a week and a half since you've moved officially, at least began the move. Right. I don't know when you actually took your last package out of your old house. So basically, we signed the lease and got the keys two weeks ago today. Mm. And then we had that time from that time until Monday to do any kind of packing because we had movers coming. And unfortunately, the movers sucked because all they took was like the big stuff. They didn't take boxes? They did take the boxes, but like all the little things and everything like that. Like, you know, we had like laundry baskets full of like clothes and just, you know, random. They didn't take anything like that. And why is that? I don't know. And I would have been like, "Um, excuse me, Jose, is there a reason that you're not taking these laundry baskets? (laughs) So we paid you to do that. (laughs) And unfortunately, Victor ended up helping them the whole time. Oh, my God. I would have demanded my money back. Well, and not just that, we actually ended up paying for a fourth hour. So it cost us over $600. Wow. To pay, to have these movers do these things. So, I mean, it was a blessing in, in the sense that 
they set up all of the big stuff, you know, yeah. like, yeah. so we didn't have to move all the big stuff because Victor said, and he said it very nicely to our friend Steve, you know, the double amputee veteran. Yes. yes. He says, you know, we've just reclused ourselves so much that we don't have friends to help us move. And so. Oh, by the way, uh, mother was was wondering why you guys didn't reach out to her because Paul would have been happy to help you. Oh, God. <laughs> and I said, Mom. Paul's old. Come on. I'm like, come on. I'm like, she's like, well, we would have been happy to help. I'm like, yes, you with your leg, you would have been dip, dancing around helping lift boxes. I think no. I, think I didn't you're... even help move. I mean, well, I was watching the manu- I was watching the manual labor and I was getting tired. So yeah, I, just... I would have been like, I'll pack my toiletries. Meet you over there. I mean, I packed a bunch of stuff. And so that was the problem is, is like, eventually I told Victor, I'm like, here's the thing. I'm like, I've been packing since you've been at work. And then like when you're not at work, we're still doing moving stuff. And then when you're back at work, I'm still doing moving stuff. So I'm like, I haven't gotten a break from this moving stuff. And I'm getting like really frustrated. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I'm getting tired of it. That's the thing. It's like. Think about if you were working full time somewhere. I mean, my God. Then, at, well, then at least we'd be doing our fair share. But well, I, mean, I know. But my point is, you'd still be in box. You'd probably barely be out of the apartment. I mean, it would be, it would be a month long process if if you both were leaving every day, right? No, and you don't even true. have kids old enough to help. I mean, they can help sometimes, but they're useless. Oh no! Agreed. They're agreed. more. They're more in the way than anything. It's like I wish you didn't exist right now. I wish I could put you in a box and I'll come God. and get you when I'm done. Oh, and we've come to a realization about our children recently, but we can talk about that a little later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so we're in. We still have boxes, but the problem is, is I think what we have is is like a a space problem. Mm. We have like everything out that we need but everything that's in boxes it just it lacks a place to go and I don't know why we had places for it before well Paula I've seen your apartment you didn't have a place for it (sighs) it was just cluttered it it was just everywhere and it's not you know you're not messy or 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 dirty it's just that you know life goes on and you acquire items no matter where one lives and it's one of those things where you could probably have a yard sale and make like four hundred dollars maybe huh every year we had we had a yard sale probably every two three years and we made like three and four hundred bucks because you have so many well we have just way too many children yeah but we just had so you acquire stuff just living you know and then next you know birthday parties and presents and whatever you know you something breaks and you buy something new and you don't get rid of the thing because it's not super broken and so you keep it thinking oh well maybe someone will want it and the next thing you know you're like we need to have a yard sale and then you're like 400 bucks you know it's just it happens it happens well and then the other problem is is because we moved so quickly we Mm -hmm. didn't like pack very organized you know like we put like a books and kitchenware in the same box or something like that and then there's no label on it so we just have to dig through like the whole box to see if there's something in there that we want and <laughs> I'm just you know so what? exhausted a- that I haven't gone through like one box basically since Victor left for Washington. Because- well, let me let me tell you this. I know you and I know what your OCD is like. Yeah. It is 
if you didn't have two months to organize and pack accordingly with flow with charts <laughs> yeah, right. and a binder and color coordinated tabs, <laughs> right. you are done. You're like, nope, I can't do this. This is just like, it's like looking at a pile of poo and I'm not cleaning it up. It's too much for me. All I did when I was like first starting out was is I was packing everything and I was writing bathroom and then right. like you know I was listing out just a few items on there right. so they knew like <laughs> which bathroom items were in Master, there. Master whatever. Yes. You know just yeah. but then like when it got towards the end Victor was just schlepping items into boxes and, and you're like I can't even look at it. I can't even look at it. And I'm just like, what is any? So now, like, I open a box oh. and there's like, you know, belt buckles and oh. you know, My Little Ponies, and I'm just oh like, what goodness. is this? I'm You're like, like what, what, what is this mess? And then I'm not even going to start with Olivia's boxes. I mean, my God, you know, well. she's she's happy playing with the toys that she has. So I'm just going to put her boxes and the the other ones in the garage because Smart. I'm not I'm not even dealing with it. I'm just yeah, and you can we'll rotate help. them. Yeah, we can. That's what but, I mean. I mean, I think what I'll probably do is just wait until Victor comes back because I know he'll have a zest for getting everything together. And I think what it is, too, is I think we just need more furniture because oh. I think we just lack space to put or not space, but we lack storage. storage. Yeah, you need to shelving put these, and put these items. So. Yes. A toy box, shelves. Yes. Uh, you know, those little storage bins. All of that stuff. Everything. Because the house is pretty bare. And so... um, A trip to Ikea will solve all your problems. Yeah. That's definitely on the list of items to do. Yes. I love Ikea for that stuff. It's it's the best. Yeah. And we have a whole storage unit too, Jamie, that we pay. I know. I I don't even know what's in there anymore. Well, you should... Maybe there's some stuff you can use for storage in there. You should go check it out. I don't even know what's in there anymore. I mean, I know you guys unloaded your... Some of your appliances. Oh, my God. Does it, do you have a washer and dryer? Because yes. I know you had to unload we, those things. We had to buy a washer and dryer. Oh my god, this was the you biggest. Did? This was the biggest fight for like a week because oh no. Victor insisted on going to one of those used warehouses. No, absolutely not. Absolutely no. <laughs> and I wanted to go to like Sears or Home Depot or yes. like Best Buy or something Lowe's. like that. And the price difference was like five hundred dollars. Okay. And he just, he would not let it go. He would not let it go. Did you get used ones? We ha- I had to. Oh my God, Paula. Replace them immediately. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> just get rid of it and buy another one. He Seriously. would not He'll let it go. Never even notice. How much laundry could he <laughs> oh, possibly do? Oh, he will. Do? Trust me. He would never forget those, <sighs> those damn washer and dryers. Well, you know what? I would say the day that you leave me, you take these pieces of shit with you and never see me again and enjoy them. Oh, God, we we fought about that for a week. Paula, I can't even believe you relented. I would have bought them. I've been like, what? They're here. Well, oh, there's well. only so much money. It's not like I know, we have a ton, I but, you know, and I felt bad. I'm like, can I really justify spending like $1,100? Cause I mean, after, after tax and buying their little hoses and, you know, <laughs> the ship or not the shipping, the delivery and the installation and everything like that, what turned into, you know, is now $1,100. Well, actually, you know what's going to happen, in all honesty, is the thing's going to break, 
and you're going to get your due diligence because yeah we're gonna have to take it back to that place and i'm just like i'm not i'm not driving that thing back there i'm like how are we gonna even gonna get it back there no they said that you know we can take it back there and they'll they'll fix it for free and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll just, you know, drive on down the road with a giant, you know, what? dryer what? in the back seat. What world is this? Like, what? I don't understand this world. Jane, I don't, I don't either. I, I know. I don't, this like, place what? was off of Auburn Boulevard in Madison. Oh, I know where. I know exactly where that is. That's in the scary area. <laughs> yeah. That's not a place you take your children Actually, we didn't. I wouldn't. We didn't. We had I wouldn't a, have. We had a sitter that day. Just let us, <laughs> if we don't return, just let just know that we love you. It's right where Auburn Boulevard and College Oak collide. I know. I, <laughs> I know where that is. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of shootings there. You know what? Who knows? Maybe, maybe you'll get a good six months out of this thing. Or maybe you'll come in one day and there'll be water all over the floor. I mean, <laughs> who I knows? Know. It's a crapshoot. You like gambling? So here you I go. do. Yeah, that's so true. there you have it. OK, so the kids aren't sleeping in their bedrooms. yet. I'm so surprised by this. I would be like f- I would when we moved into this house and the girls no longer had to share a room. We didn't see them for a month, a month after we moved in. They would go to school, come home and go in the room and shut the door. Literally couldn't wait to get away from each other. They couldn't wait. Olivia, she doesn't like sleeping by herself. So even at the old apartment, when uh crystal moved back to texas Mm -hmm. she would have her brother sleep on the bottom bunk and And he did it (laughs) and he would comply because he was his sister and so that's nice yeah so that happened for i don't know a little while and then whenever victor had to go to town for the i think there was victor he had to go out of town for a while. I can't remember how long. We went to but, Oklahoma for like 10 days. Oh, that's right. Then yeah. she slept in bed with me. Mm. And then Ryan slept on the floor. In your then, room? Yeah. They all, they all slept in there. You guys are like a little tribe, the three of you. I know. And so that's now so they like sleeping in the living room because they like sleeping on the couches. Well, you know what? Whatever. I mean, who cares? I I've got to get them at some point to sleep. That obviously in their their own beds and right. I mean, Ryan doesn't even have a sheet on his bed. I don't even think. Why he bother? Slept. He's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> he hasn't even slept in here once. That's so weird. I know it's bizarre, but they're. I mean, they're pretty close. So yes, they are. They are. You know, I think they just they like to. Well, you know what? Close together. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, why do they even have their own rooms? Why do they should just share a room and we'll make this room like an office or something. Because like because in about three months, he's going to want his own room. He's going to hit puberty and it's over. He's yeah. going to want to be alone. He's going to want his own stuff. He's going to think his sister's a pain in the ass and it's over. I mean, so enjoy these moments because it's it will quickly flee the second he gets testosterone running through his body. Yeah, it's over. But I mean, this is like a really cool summer. You know, they're transitioning. They're getting used to a new place. You know, then once school starts, I mean, they're going to have to at least sleep in one room. I mean, they can't sleep on the couch 
during the no, day. Oh during no, the week. of course not. No, no, but no. But it's that, just summer. That's all. Yeah, they they just it's like their equivalent of camping, I guess. You know, having yeah. a camp out in the summertime. Yeah, they like why not? to stay up late and watch movies, and you know, There's, sleep on the couch. It's so. a great summer. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I like I it. Know. I, I mean, it sucks, but it's what it's. It's definitely not a battle worth fighting. You know, as long as they clean up, I don't care. Well, and so that brings me to my second point: is What's that? Victor and I have realized that our children, <laughs> we've indulged them so much, yes, that they don't do anything. No, like they. They just, they don't clean up after themselves. Mm. They don't really do any chores. They, they just exist. And <laughs> they are just little parasites. We end up doing all the work for them. And you have to I'm stop like, that. how did this happen? And I'm like, well, I guess it's because we've done everything for them their whole life. And yeah, you know, I mean, I thought we told them to clean up after themselves, but maybe we did and they just didn't do it or yeah. i don't know they just uh, they just do whatever they want well that's a lovely life i wish i could do that <laughs> yeah right that'd be nice no that's you know it's funny because you know daryl was out of town when he's gone suddenly everything is cleaned and organized and i don't understand it i i've i've i'm sure that there's someone going oh well i get it i don't get it i am a very capable very busy organized human i gave up my career in media to raise our gaggle of kids and so since then i know what i'm doing i've got this thing dialed in mm-hmm. but when he leaves suddenly things go up a notch and I'm like super, like I'm superhero level. Right. And I don't know what that is. Like, and I still have time to do whatever I want to do. I still play my World of Warcraft game every once, you know, at night for a couple of hours. But the house is immaculate. Laundry's done, you know, clean everything. I, and then he walks in the door and it's like, it all goes to hell. I don't get it. I really don't. But in that process, my kids, ridiculously lazy. I, and I and I think that's why is because when you're so used to working all the time and then you get home and then you're continuing that that level of of militant cleaning, organizing, getting things done, the kids don't have to do shit. Right. Because they're just they're just part of your plan. You know, they're like, okay, the kids need to be fed, they need to be bathed, blah, blah, blah. And so they're just like taking direction and doing what you're pushing them to do. But there is no all right, guys. Time to clean up the front room. Get your things. Da da da. You've tried. I've I've heard you tell me that you try to get them to do stuff, but it doesn't stick. Or they're just lazy. I don't know. Well, I think I don't know. I think it's just because we've never really, you know, tasked them. Like right. if we Victor and I were talking about this the other night and Victor's just like, if I asked Ryan to go like clean the bathroom, he says, I genuinely believe he would not know how to do that. Well, there's one way to do that. Yeah, you, you have teach to teach him how him. to do it. Teach he him how to says, do it. if I told him to go how go clean the floor, he says I'd go in there, and eventually he'd be like, you know, just messing around or something <laughs> like that. You know, he wouldn't know how to clean a floor or you know mop it or something like that. So, and it's not because it's not to any fault of his own. It's just no. because we've never expect you know we've never taught them to do those kinds of chores and so and I guess it's probably my fault because I just assume that because I'm home I should be doing all of those chores 
Yeah, but then you do the then you're doing the small humans a disservice because then they don't know how to do it. I was thinking about this the other day. I I don't even know why I was thinking about it. I think it's because Kenzie's room is an absolute pigsty right now, and she's never been the cleanest. Uh, you know, she's not one of those peop- kids who liked to clean up after as she went along. Right. And and Malia had a friend who came over, and Malia's room was kind of cluttery, messy. She's not as bad as Mackenzie, but she's she's still messy. I. I don't, I don't slave drive them to keep their rooms clean. And she had a friend come over and she's like, oh my God, if I didn't make my bed before I went to school, my father wouldn't let me go to school until I made my bed. Like it was super like her room is immaculate all the time. Never, never nothing. And when we were kids, our dad was harsh about our rooms being clean. Like there couldn't even be a toy out of place. If we were done playing, they had to immediately get back. Like it took all the fun out of playing because you you knew that at some point you were going to have to clean it up and put it away you couldn't leave it to go do something and then come back to it like it had to be put away right (laughs) i remember this one time so my i had this model clean room like it was like practically staged our rooms were so clean and you weren't even born yet i don't think you know our parents when because i was the oldest so i was only allowed to have educational toys (laughs) i wasn't allowed you were the first kid in our family to get a barbie I just want you to know (laughs) you were literally the first child because our mom was like, it's ridiculous. I'm getting her a Barbie. And so you had like a hundred Barbies and I had a microscope. In fact, my (laughs) my first toy was an auto part to take apart. I got a set of screwdrivers and I had to take it apart and put it together. Like, Here's a Cadillac converter. Take it apart. I did. And uh, dad brought home a rotary phone for me to take apart and put together. So that was that was my entertainment and fun when I was eight. So I remember one time our parents bought me a microscope and it came with all these slides and you could, you know, you could literally take anything, you know, that has the directions so you can go outside get a flower, look at the stamen, you know, do whatever. So (laughs) I killed a fly and decided to put the fly under the microscope to see the eyes. And I had to, I had, it it came with an X-Acto knife because back then kids were allowed to play with dangerous things. So I cut the I cut the head off and I was looking at the eyes under the microscope and our mom came in because I had cut this thing in half and there was a bunch of um, things and she's like, what are you doing? And I go, oh, I'm looking at a fly I killed. And she's like, what's all over? Well, there were maggots in it. Oh, and there were maggots all over the place on my desk because they had started to squirm away because I hadn't seen because I was just looking at the eyes and she's like, oh, my God. And so, of course, there were no Clorox wipes back then. So it became like, you know, pine salt and, you know, I had to bathe and it was like a thing. And I will never forget that going, what? What's the big deal? You know, I don't know. (laughs) What is it? You know, I bet your dad thought it was funny. Maybe. But it was only funny because he wasn't there to see it. Because had he been, I mean, he probably would have thrown the whole thing away. I have no idea. That's funny, though. So now that I have kids, I'm like, I am not going to be an asshole about their bedrooms. It's their sanctuary. And now I'm not, I don't, I don't, you know, sometimes that bites me in the ass because there'll be dishes and cups and garbage or whatever. But, and I have to rag like every other day, like get it out, you know, but that's their, they got to live in it. You know, I don't, my room's clean, you know, the rest of the house is clean, but I just think because of our militant childhood, I just do not fight that battle. And I'm jealous of those parents who have kids who keep it clean. I'm super jealous of it, but I am not going to be 
I'm not going to be the asshole. Uh, and yeah. you know what's funny? Tyler's apartment, immaculate. Oh. Immaculate. And he was the sloppiest of them all. And so I'm like, well, it somehow it works itself out. It just does. So. Yeah, you know, it kind of does. It I, does. I do remember that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you Yeah, my only rule about the kids' room is they can't eat in their room. Because... Oh, they have an ant issue. Ants love Olivia. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> well, she just, even though I tell her she can't eat in her room, I still always find things. When we moved, oh I can't God. tell you what we found under her bed. And oh, my so God. That's when the rule was instituted. Is like, that you cannot eat in your room. We yeah. found like 15,000 water bottles and drinks and... <laughs> You know, that's hilarious. Just soda cans and Mm-mm-mm. all sorts of things. So, what a shock. Well, hopefully, you're going to let me come over. And, yeah, uh, I will. I can... Just, you know, don't have high expectations about, you know, it looking like a palace. Please. Are you kidding me? No, I have no expectations. I just want you to ha- see the lay of the land. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I actually looked at your house on Google Maps Mm -hmm. after you gave me the address because you said something about not having um, lawn, and I was curious what that meant. So now I know I know what it is. She just eliminated the the need to have lawn service. Yeah, but I like the tree. I like the palm tree. I think it's kind of cool looking. It's a cute neighborhood. Yeah, it is. I mean, the houses are pretty close together, but for even so the house is really big so i'm I'm, yeah that was surprising to me now the only thing that i was wondering is your house backs up to a busy street huh it does but we have a big cement wall and then on on the other side of that there's a big sidewalk so good so there's really i mean you can still hear the cars but it's 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 not like it's a, a freeway or something like that Honestly, I love the idea of a cement wall. Yeah, it's <laughs> you don't nice. have to re- you don't have to repair anything. It's you know there's a it's a sound block. You know you don't have to worry about going. Excuse me, but their fence is falling down, and I would I need five hundred dollars to repair it. Yeah, really. Uh, that that is gone. I love that. So that is a bonus. I think. Yeah, I personally. mean, I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it. it you yeah. Can, I mean, I've. You know, I'm not disillusioned about the fact that there's a busy street over there, but yeah, but it's you know, you know, it's not, but it's it's not so busy that it's bothersome to me. Right, right, right. Well, that's good. All right. Well, let's talk about some celebs in the news. Okay, yeah. before we before we talk about that, producer Dub obviously sat in last week for you so that you could do your life, mm-hmm. and I had asked Stephanie to sit in. And I gave her plenty of notice. But of course, she ignored, she she saw my request and then ignored me. And then, of course, yesterday goes, I'm so sorry, I've been so ill. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, God. And I said, you know, this this is why this podcast took two years to come to fruition. Because <laughs> everyone doesn't respond to anyone. I mean, really, it, that's why it took so long. Because it's like, well, I mean, what are you doing next week? Because maybe I might be available. <laughs> that should be our that should be our family crest. Maybe I might be available. Hey, hugs. Let's talk Avon. Yes, Avon. We at The Ugly Truth are happy to endorse their products because we use them and we love them. Check out our site for yourself. You'll always find free shipping on purchases of $40 or more. All you have to do is go to The Ugly Truth website, click on the Avon link, and you will be in The Ugly Truth Avon shop. I know you'll find something that you just can't live without. 
So check it out now. Thank you so much for supporting The Ugly Truth. Bye. Uh, Let's talk about some celebs in the news because yesterday a bunch of crap came out about a bunch of celebrity men. And I thought it was kind of funny. So the first one, which is the most important one, because we all like Usher. (laughs) I I do. I love Usher. Have you heard nothing about this? No. So uh, an article came out yesterday. I'm going to try to find it so I can give you the deets because it's really, it's it's very salacious. Usher has herpes. No. The reason that we know this is he paid a woman $1.1 million dollars. It was a lawsuit. According to the legal documents, he had rigorous, unprotected sex without disclosing that he had herpes. The papers also show that he was exposed to herpes in 2009. He finalized his divorce from Tamika Foster in 2009. This is is what it says. In a disgusting revelation, a greenish discharge once oozed from the performer's penis, but otherwise he had no signs and was labeled asymptomatic, an asymptomatic carrier. Okay. I wouldn't say he was asymptomatic if he had green stuff coming out of his dick, right? Right. So after initially admitting concern to his partner, Usher, who's worth a cool $180 million, later convinced her that on STD examination result was negative and they continued to engage in unprotected sex. So then it says their romps went without a hitch until three weeks after a passionate hookup when the victim whose identity is being withheld woke up feeling sick with a fever, chills, headache, aches, and pains. She also developed lesions and blisters in her vagina and was so terrified she sought treatment at urgent care where a doctor immediately diagnosed her with herpes. Oh my God. I know. So he's married again and he's accused of consciously and purposefully withholding his herpes diagnosis from the woman and continued to have unprotected sex. So he gave her $1.1 million. I do not know why this is coming out or how this came out, but uh, she has suffered severe emotional distress and has been extremely depressed knowing there is no cure, which is true. Herpes yeah. Is, the herp derp is That's forever. That's no joke. You're stuck with that shit forever. So now, of course, this is going around on Twitter. I don't know when the song came out. Oh, this was uh, his uh, My Boo album. Let it burn. It's messed up. <laughs> I do love Usher, though. I just won't sleep with him. (laughs) Well, not now. Yeah. God, no. But anyway, I'm like, oh, my gosh. So that came out. And then, of course, I don't know if you heard about R. Kelly and his little cult. Uh, No, I saw something about P, though. No, it just said once you're in an R. Kelly cult, you're in it for life. (laughs) Get it? Well, I mean, that guy is dirtier than dirty. Well, he's gross. I I mean, and the thing is, is that's what I'm wondering. It's like, how, how do you recruit women to be in a sexual slave cult, especially if you're R. Kelly. Like, how does that happen? Um, you know what I mean? And these parents of these women who are like between the ages of 18 and 26. Well, that's what I, I was going to say. I'm, uh, I don't think you recruit women. I think you recruit girls. Right. And I don't know. I don't remember how many. It's kind of the, the details are kind of sketchy to me as, ba- as far as how many. But I know that there are several families who are coming forward saying our, our girls are in this thing. It's It can only be labeled as a cult. And we can't get them out. They refuse to leave because they're over, you know, they're overage. So they don't need to, they're not required to do anything. So I'm, I'm like, how helpless would you feel? I mean, well, first of all, I would just break down the door and take my child. I mean, right. I would literally hire two or three of the biggest humans I could find, break down the door and take her. 
that's what I would do. I, I don't well, know. I mean, think about the families that purposely volunteered their own children to Michael Jackson, for God's sake. I know. You know, and that's kind of come up with all of this, too, is is that as well. But I I just don't get the appeal. But that was even worse. Well, yeah, those were small children. But the appeal for a young lady to want to submit themselves to the likes of R. Kelly. I just don't even get it. He's not even that cute. Like he's not even that attractive. He's got weird beard hair and he's thin. I mean, I just don't get it. And he, I mean, is he still rich? Does he even have money? Like, I don't know. I don't really know because I mean, he, he did some time and everything like that. Yeah. For peeing on people. And I don't know. But I mean, he had some pretty popular songs too. So uh, yeah, I don't know if he's he had some royalties or what the deal was. I don't know. It's like when I when you think of things like that and Chris Brown, and you're like, how do these people? How do they continue to have success and and popularity? Oh, there's a lot of women out there that don't care about that that stuff. Please, Charles Manson even has fans. I don't even get it. I just don't understand that weirdness at all. Yeah. But anyway, so all I know is when I read about that, I'm like, oh, well, I know what I would do. I would say, well, my child, my kid, I don't care how old they are. They don't really they're clearly not in their right frame of mind. And something obviously leads up to that kind of recruitment. I mean, you find the right kind of woman that would do that. But I would physically remove them personally. I mean, I would deal. I would deal with the I would be like, yeah, that's fine. You can hate me for life, but at least you're not in that. You know, I don't care. Right. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, and this is not super new news, but you know who Patton Oswalt is? Uh, yeah. Obviously, he was in Ratatouille. He was a voice, but he was in King of Queens, which is like one of my all-time favorite shows, and he's so funny. As we know, a year and a half ago, his wife died. She had mm-hmm. a. She had unfortunately she had the fentanyl in her body, but she also had mm-hmm. a heart thing so she passed away and i don't know if you know who meredith salinger is i know i do okay Mm -hmm. natty gan right yeah Mm -hmm. right well they're engaged and it was a big to do because a lot of people were saying god i mean the body's not even warm yet Okay, and and they were giving him crap about already being engaged to somebody else. I swear to all that is holy. If you go back to the episode where we talked about Patton Oswalt's wife dying. Yes. I'm almost positive. I said he would be married within a year. And I agreed with you. And and I said, because most men who are widowed, Mm -hmm. they can't stand being alone. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. It's it's just, it's it's not like they're trying to stomp on their widowed grave or Mm -mm. something like that. It's just, they, men are built differently. Well, what was funny was when I read that, first of all, he gave her the most amazing ring. I don't know if you saw it. I did see it. It's gorgeous gorgeous i thought i'm like wow Patton, you got good taste i yeah, mean really i mean unless she did it but i mean good taste bravo um yeah but it was funny when when that happened you did we did talk about him probably getting married very soon and it, it was it's twofold one you're right but i think the other thing is and i've seen this with other men who have lost their wives who they would deem the love of their life they tend to find it again fairly quickly because they know what it feels like Like I've talked to, you know, Daryl and I, you know, because I'm so goddamn morbid. I talk to Daryl about it all the time. And a lot of that is to emotionally prepare because 
I don't know. I don't expect to die. But, you know, if I do die young, I told Daryl, I said, I, f- I am fully confident that you will find someone not as great as me, but equal, maybe less, li- little less than equal. Mm-hmm. But you will still find someone that you will love again and you will have a wonderful second marriage or third marriage but yeah because he knows what it feels like and Patton knows what it feels like and he met her and it that he knew it immediately and what's you know why wait and the the daughter Alice loves her and yeah. I'm thinking I'm so I, I read it and I was genuinely thrilled and then I read that people were giving him shit about it I'm like are you kidding me why it what's I, I didn't realize there was an appropriate time like, I didn't realize there was some kind of window of time where you can, you're allowed by society to finally move on with your life. It's yeah, like, I don't get it. People just want to be mean and morbid. That's and, what I think. You know, the other thing, too, is, is, and I don't know if this comes into play at all, mm. but it sounds like he was genuinely shocked by the, the way she, she died. Yes, I agree. I don't know if there's some resentment there or, you know. I don't know. Or if there's just some, if that helps sever the tie a little bit better, you know. Maybe. Because um, that would be, that would be difficult pill to swallow, no pun intended, God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, to find out right. that, had you know, mm-hmm. that there, there were some other things going on I and you're know. just like, I had no idea. Oh, I know, know, right? And then you kind of feel like, you know, things were just a little bit of a lie. I, I hear you on that. I, I think that. That might have been one of the ways that they were able to, he was able to go, okay, time to refocus. Kind of reconcile a little bit that, you know, that it just made it a little bit easier. And so, but I don't fault people like if, you know, I, and to be perfectly honest, you know, if, if something were to happen to me, Mm -hmm. I know that Victor couldn't live our life on his own. Right. I just, I know it would be way too hard and I wouldn't want him to, and I wouldn't want him to live his life sad. You know, I would want him to carry on and, and, you know, try and find some happiness. Yeah. I'm the same way. And, And I hate the idea of it just because, you know they're your partner but but in all reality but if you're dead right you know what what are you gonna do exactly so exactly all right well let's go ahead and go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week okay so a couple weeks back i had a bad cold i don't know if i if it, my bad cold probably happened during the move, so I don't think you guys knew about it. No. Yeah, so to boot, I had a horrible cold when we were moving. Terrible. At night, Victor and I always kiss each other goodnight when we're in bed. And right. so I leaned over, but for some reason, whenever I was leaning over, I always started coughing. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. So I leaned over and I started coughing in his face. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry. And so then I leaned over and I didn't cough, but because I, I was holding it. But then, you know, when you hold it and you're like, Yes. And you kind of do it. Yes. Well, when I did that, I also got snot on his upper lip. 
Gross. And so I said, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's okay. Let's just not kiss tonight. Oh, God. And so Party he had to get a tissue night. and like wipe his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, sorry. Oh, gross. Take a so. Benadryl. <laughs> I was taking everything. Triaminic. Remember the triaminic, the orange stuff? That stuff works yeah. wonders, man. I don't I, they have like I don't even see that stuff anymore but well you know kids kids medicine has changed they've taken literally every effective product out of medicine so now it's just sugar but if you can get the over the if you can get the stuff from the pharmacist now where you can be like no I want the real triamedic I want the orange stuff that has the stuff that they make crack out of because that's yeah, the stuff right. that works that's all I want. I I swear to God, when I go to the store, if I'm ill with allergies or whatever, I don't even fuck with the stuff in the aisle. Like, it's not even, it's like placebo crap. It's not even real. The only real stuff that you can get over the counter is Benadryl. Oh, and NyQuil mm-hmm. Z. Yeah. That's it. Everything else you got to get from the drug, the druggy people, the pharmacist. And I just go up there and I take the little card and I'm like, you know, and I can only buy one because God forbid you're not allowed to buy two because you might be making crack. But you know what? That happened to me before. It's happened to me. I, I had to pick. I've, when the whole house was sick. Yes. And so I was trying to get kid medicine and mm-hmm. adult medicine. Yep. And they said, well, you can't buy these both at the same time. And I'm like, what? what? I know. And I know. so it it's was ridiculous. Stupid. And You're, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, the whole house is sick. It's I'm like, like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> it's and like, so, I know. <laughs> so I had to go to a different store to buy the other stuff. Yeah. It's like, like Sophie's choice. <laughs> it's like Sophie's choice. Who's going to feel better tonight? I don't know who to pick. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's dumb. It's so dumb. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> mine mine's not that bad. So, of course, you know, Daryl was in L.A. for a few days. What, of course, when he leaves is when all the animal things begin. Luckily, no skunk kills this this week because I was sure that I was going to have to kill a, or clean up a dead skunk. I did not have to do that. We did avert a crisis. Uh, a raccoon was walking along the fence line at night. Bodega almost got to him, but the, the oh, raccoon, no. <laughs> raccoon got smart and shimmied down the other side of the fence and i heard the claws go down but it ran away thank goodness uh we have another mole but no one's gotten to the mole so i didn't have to deal with that however now of course there's always a spider or two that i have to deal with so i saw a spider aggressively running across my ceiling one evening and Mm. I, i had to deal with that that was horrifying but i got it and then the next morning um i had done some stuff and i oh my god i had shoes on luckily so i'm sitting there on the toilet peeing and i (laughs) i mean i know this is whatever i started my period so i was sitting on the toilet and i was like oh my god you know so i'm sitting there going i hope i have a tampon in here because i was in the downstairs bathroom so i'm going through all of this and there's a huge spider sitting right in front of my foot on the floor and i'm like what do i do I was like freaking out. And I'm you know, now luckily I had sandals on. I had shoes on. So I mean I had I had to kill it with my own shoe. With it right. with it on my body. I haven't had to do that in forever. And I'm panicking. I'm almost crying. <laughs> I'm so oh afraid God. of spiders. It was a large spider, Paula. It was big. Not to mention I was I'm obviously hormonal. I'm obviously, right. you know, because I'm on my period and and I just started my period. It was like a it was like the trifecta of fear and and loathing and and upsetness all in one on the toilet. 
on the toilet. And so, oh my God. anyway, I looked like a fool. And I was actually really grateful that Daryl wasn't there because he would have been in an office and he'd been like, what's going on? Are you all right? I'm like, no, get, get out. out. Get out. Help. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I killed it. Oh. And I, but I mean, I haven't been moved to tears out of fears in a long time. Now we know what tears for fears means. It's yeah, killing a really. spider. Shout shout let it all out literally yeah literally maybe that's what they meant maybe that's what they meant (laughs) these are the things i can do without come on i'm talking to you it's all about being on your period all right well i think you won this week you you infected well you deserve it you got snot on victor and that's always a win so yeah that's true 200 points Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. I think it is too. It went by so fast. It did go by fast. Mm -hmm. So thanks everybody for joining us. And thanks everybody for visiting our uh, social media links. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Twitter. The twit. Be sure to be shopping us on Amazon and Avon as well. We always appreciate that. We do. Uh, even if it's just something small. Avon's been kind of upping their game a little bit, I've noticed, with their like their products and stuff. I have so many of their makeup brushes, and I love every single one of them. I do, too. I literally I, love them all. They're so good. I have so much of their everything, mostly <laughs> their lipsticks. And oh. I, my favorite thing is probably their lipsticks and eyeshadows. That's what I usually I'm, buy the most of. I'm actually going to try their, um, their Anew line. A-N-E-W line um, because a lot of that stuff first of all thank god it's oil free because I can't have like oil in my my lotions and stuff but they have a couple that look a lot like the stuff that I use now which is um, I like the L'Oreal line because it's actually a derivative of a a higher end I think anyway Elizabeth Arden or something but anyway um, I'm gonna try it because now it isn't cheap it's a little pricey but if it works then because it has sunscreen and everything in it so I'm gonna try it see if it works and if it does then I'm you know I'm all in Good. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good. Yes. Well, that's a wrap for this week. And we look forward to you joining us next week yes. and where we'll have more fun and uh, more shenanigans, I'm sure. Well, we have to talk about the UFC. Definitely. We have not. The There's UFC. so much going I'm on. Excited. Well, yes. yes you better not be ordering that McGregor fight. The only reason why I will is because Ryan wants to see it. Oh, my God. Ugh. I know. All right, we'll I talk know. about it next I don't, week. I don't even want to see it. God, it's such a joke. It's so WWE. I think it's... he's going to roundhouse kick him in the face and it's going to be over. That's not even legal. I know, but this whole thing isn't legal. The whole thing is a ridiculous ruse. It's ridiculous. Do you think Floyd Mayweather is going to be paid to take a fall? <gasps> I never even thought of that. Well, he's making so much money off of this. Like $100 million or something ridiculous. They I said it's close to one billion. <gasps> I refuse to part be part of that. I refuse to be a part of it. I will watch all the live tweeting because people will live tweet the crap out of it. Yeah, and I'll I'll just watch it that way. I'm not. I I physically won't watch it, but I am not wasting a hundred dollars to watch that garbage. No, and I like yeah. McGregor, but you know what I noticed, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, McGregor's Twitter handle doesn't have UFC mm-hmm. in it anymore. It's just McGregor Productions or something. Like, he's totally not even under contract with UFC anymore. Then why is Dana White all over him? I think they're in a partnership. 
I think it's a, I think there's a partnership with his promotions company. He probably has a contract to fight for the UFC, but he's he's completely free to probably do whatever he wants. All right, Doug. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.